0: Omnis Satanica Potestas, Omnis Incursio Infernalis Adversari, Omnis Legio, Omnis Congregatio et Secta Diabolica, Ergo Omnis Legio Diabolica Adiaramaste. Hello and welcome to Moose and Squirrel, but we're married. I just had to make sure that there are no demons listening to this episode.
1: Oh, is that what that was?
0: Well, I guess you're going to find out. Oh. How are you doing, John? I'm okay. Uh, my name's Trish. Uh, my name is John. And we are here with you, my, our darling fans, our amazing rabid fans, of uh, both the supernatural and perhaps the TV show Supernatural. And you and I, John, are going through an entire rewatch. Well, me, it's a rewatch. You, it's a watch of the television series Supernatural. And we're on episode four.
1: Yeah, just rolling right along.
0: It's the bonus pod, the pod within a pod, of our podcast, Up To and Including Death. That is correct. Which comes out on Tuesdays. It does? But this one comes out on Thursdays at 8.
1: Hopefully every Thursday at 8.
0: Yeah, except when I sometimes make mistakes <laughs> and accidentally turn off our entire RSS feed.
1: Mistakes happen.
0: Mistakes, they happen. They happen indeed. So we are here together, triumphant.
1: Oh, wow. Triumphant.
0: Because our daughter's stolen bicycle <laughs> is now returned yes many thanks to the Laurie michigan police department for helping us uh, not apprehend the criminals but to get the bike from the person's lawn where the kids left it there
1: yeah well they know who the criminal was so yeah I'm and pretty sure.
0: yes they definitely know these kids and i hope they can get help but also i hope they stop stealing our bikes yes it's two bikes that'd be wonderful in two weeks that they stole But we got them both back, which is great. Uh, The purple bike is a little bit worse for wear, but it is back.
1: Yeah, it's not bad.
0: We're going to have a very happy kid that doesn't have to walk with her feet. (laughs) So we are triumphantly returned, and we are here to talk to you about a very special episode. Supernatural.
1: This one's special?
0: Well, they all are special. Oh. Well, this one is episode four, Phantom Traveler. Which I just see now, this one, if you have the DVD, uh, you can want, listen to commentary by Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles. And I'd be very interested to listen to this commentary and then hear them do a new commentary. How cool would it be? I don't I'm sure it doesn't. But, like, in my mind, the Blu-ray of, of which is, like, of the entire series, there's, like, this new Blu-ray that has the whole series out, has, like cast and director commentary of like all the episodes how cool would that be
1: it's possible
0: i would watch every single extra thing i don't think i've mentioned this here before but i have watched a lot of the conventions online They have all these conventions they used to have them every single year multiple conventions a year and then basically there'd just be these q a sessions And everyone, all the actors would just be riffing and talking with the directors and stuff like that, like just constantly. So it'd be kind of fun because you could tell they're exhausted. So they're saying things they probably shouldn't be saying. And it's just, yeah, I'm into it.
1: You've never gone to one of these conventions?
0: No, actually it was my dream to go to a convention, a supernatural convention when I got my PhD. I thought that that would be a good time. And I was sure that I would have a very well-paying tenure track position when that happened. Um, and instead, I went to work for Finlandia, which was not well-paying, <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. Do they laughs> nor it ended up not being tenure track either, though. <laughs> Except, even though they said it would be. So.
1: <laughs> Do they still hold these conventions? I don't
0: know. I don't think that they're doing them because it's over. And uh, I mean, they might. They did these conventions for a very long time. So we'll have to see if if they have them. My goodness, would I love to be at this convention I love this show so much and you know it's one of those things that I would have been horribly scared to go by myself in the sense of feeling very uncomfortable but if if a certain husband went with me that would be pretty wonderful and perfect in my life.
1: It oh. looks like they do have supernatural
0: conventions. Ooh, well you got to make sure you go to ones that actually have like both well,
1: there's, guys. There's uh six official supernatural conventions.
0: Ooh.
1: And none of them are anywhere near us. Well, but so we go to Charlotte.
0: We could go to Charlotte.
1: We've been there before. We have been to Charlotte. <laughs> um,
0: we could go to Denver, Colorado. And
1: we s- could... and stand.
0: Well, maybe and stand. We could uh. <laughs> shout out to our podcast, <laughs> our main huh. podcast. Maybe if we get like Olive in June or Misfits Market to uh, to sponsor. A podcast, our podcast, then we could go to one of these amazing events. We can go to Birmingham, UK.
1: There's one uh right by Chicago. Ooh, in 2022,
0: June 3rd through 5th, 2022. That, yeah, that'd probably be good. Yeah. We'll probably be like super famous podcasters by then. So
1: yeah, and then we can have a table there, a booth, and and record oh live my from the supernatural. God, convention. what if we
0: could interview them? Huh? And they're perfect faces, or even any of the other actors and actresses, I love them all.
1: Okay, well, good to know.
0: Oh, there's so many of them. I'm, anyway, I got we gotta stop looking at the conventions. You got me all sad and nostalgic, and I want to go so bad. So, <laughs> um, so Phantom Traveler is a special episode, and let me give a brief description of it. Go for it. First of all, it's written by Richard Hayton and directed by Robert Singer. Original air date was October fourth, two thousand five. What were you doing in October of two thousand five? I don't know. You had children at this stage, right?
1: Yes, one.
0: Okay, so the oldest child was was a baby.
1: Yeah, two thousand five would have been uh, two and a half.
0: You had a baby and a cat.
1: Or uh, not two and a half, one and a half.
0: One and a half year old baby.
1: I would not have had a cat yet.
0: Would you have had time to watch? Did you have color television back then? <laughs> yep. <laughs> So October 4th of 2005 would have been pretty close to the mid-semester break of my, I believe that would have been my, my junior year of college. Um, so I would have just been getting with my awful college boyfriend, who was probably like we just were not mature enough to be together. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was probably what I was doing then. Uh, he was in a frat.
1: Oh, he must have been awesome.
0: He was an awesome dude. i mean, sure he's an awesome person. Now, he's actually a doctor now. He went through, a, like, a midlife, a mid-20s change of heart and went back to school and became a doctor. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Not that I talked to him ever, but, um, you know, one stalks. I don't have to stalk anybody now, because I get to stalk you in real, in mm-hmm. real time. Oh, wonderful. I get to watch you sleep.
1: That's unnerving.
0: I didn't get to do that today, though, because I had work to do. Okay, so... Phantom Traveler, episode four. A plane reservation is a ticket to terror when a Phantom Traveler forces a jet into a crash landing. Knowing the Phantom is on another flight, Sam and Dean board to attempt an in-air exorcism. (gasps) No, I think the That's... thing is they're saying phantom traveler and a um, and all this stuff like that, and they're calling them a phantom, but they're also using the term exorcism.
1: Yeah, that seems a lot, but I'm all in for exorcisms.
0: And it doesn't make it seem like it's a phantom, as in a g- g- ghost.
1: No, because you would need to exorcise yeah. a ghost.
0: No, you what do you exercise? demons yeah, he exercised yes. demons and this is our first demon though there was references to demons in the wendigo episode when they're just kind of quickly going over what it could be that can't be a demon yeah and we're about to learn a lot more about them and you just got to hear a little bit of the uh of the exorcism rites that are said in the phantom trailer and i'm excited to listen to them again now uh i i was reading from the supernaturalfandom.com wiki slash exorcism, which has very conveniently gotten most of the exorcisms down here. Unfortunately, they do take a, like, you know, there's some ellipses, um, and which is a bummer because there's a really fun. Thing that I noticed, being a Latin scholar as it were, um that maybe will come up in this one, but I'll I'll bring it up if it comes up in this one. But I'll bring it up when it does come up. It's a very fun spoiler alert. Am I right? Okay, so we're watching the Phantom Traveler, Sam. We get to watch his hair grow. Dean. We get to watch him have a personality more. And demons. We get to learn that they exist. I'm excited. Are you excited?
1: Yeah. I'm all for demons.
0: Should we get going? Yeah. All right, let's do this, bad boy. So, a lot has happened.
1: <laughs> well, and one one major thing has happened.
0: One major thing has happened. But what's really important here is that it is super relevant today.
1: Yeah, you see what happens when you open a door in an airplane.
0: So, uh, <laughs> there's a fella, he's very nervous about flying, uh, it starts off where he's. he looks like he's in the beautiful Bahamas, but he's not.
1: No, it was just the poster in the background.
0: It's just a poster in the background, and he's in an airport, and he's super scared of flying. Yeah. And he I goes mean, to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, and then he has black misty smoke going in his eyes.
0: Someone tells him, what, you got like a 1 in 20,000 chance of the thing crashing, which I think it's probably like a higher, less chance than that, actually. But yeah, so a bunch of smoke goes into his eyes yeah his eyes turn black
1: yeah i haven't had that happen in a while
0: (laughs) it's ridiculous in a
1: couple years
0: in a couple years well uh later on it's always through the mouth uh the through the eyes i think this is the only episode where they do demon possessions through the eyeballs but yeah so the fella has demon eyes or something has gone into him and he gets up in the middle of the flight and he opens the door
1: yeah, bad things happen when you do that. Yeah.
0: Apparently, apparently and it's very relevant for today.
1: Yeah, cuz there was a lady who they who tried to do this and they taped her to her chair <laughs> and then she bit people.
0: Yeah, like so this I saw the picture of woman gets duct taped to chair on airplane yeah
1: and i was like oh that's awful then i read what she was doing and i'm like i get it
0: oh man she's lucky she didn't get tackled and beaten by the people that were on that flight
1: yeah she could have killed everybody on yeah that yeah you deserve to get taped to a seat i guess
0: well we're gonna learn that i don't think it's possible to actually open the door due to pressure or something you might be able to open the emergency one
1: yeah that's what she was going for
0: oh she was trying to do the emergency door
1: because
0: he actually got up and opened the main door which you can't open it's made to where it cannot no she tried to pop
1: out she tried to pop open an emergency exit
0: that's a good way to get everybody just dead
1: yeah it's a little bit of air to a chair
0: yeah yeah i hope that uh she's getting some help uh loki hello buddy all right, uh, so would you like to continue on and see what happens that we get, we're getting some sexy knee action, which oh. is by someone that should be wearing pants because men wearing shorts isn't decent. but whatever.
1: No, that's that's your own little weird thing.
0: It's my weird thing, but here we are with naughty knees on the on the screen. Your wife is looking at another man's knees, and you're okay with that?
1: Well, my knees are out so you can look at mine instead, but apparently mine aren't good enough for you. You
0: have very beautiful knees. (laughs) They have very delicious freckles. And now everybody knows your secret. Not that everyone in Lorium knows what your beautiful knees look like. These should be mine.
1: I wear shorts all the time.
0: (sighs) Okay, let's go. We are starting very early on, um, and I just thought of something. I think this is the only time you ever see Jensen Ackles' legs in the show. He never wears shorts, because, you know, he wears pants. But I'm pretty sure, like, there's a, there might be a scene where he takes his shirt off, but I don't think he, as an actor, he chooses not to show his body in that way. Even with
1: all the ladies he beds within the show?
0: Yeah, I think there's, like, one, 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 like, sex scene or something like that, but so the only one. So it's all just one. implied? yeah I mean I think you see a little bit more of Jared Padalecki's body a little bit in like season six but and I think that Jensen Ackles shows some some body parts that's relevant to getting tortured in hell and stuff later but um spoiler you've already seen it
1: I didn't see that And you did. No, I did not. We
0: remember that John actually had seen up to season, through season four, to like episode six of season four, but he has no recollection of it (laughs) at all. So it's like, I say these things, and he's like, what?
1: I was in a daze.
0: He was in a daze of love.
1: Yep, that must have been it.
0: What happens when you get fully rested and realize that you married me? Bless you, Loki. I'll
1: we'll probably never find out as I start school in the fall and I'm still working full time and i got four kids.
0: I hear your philosophy professor is a real bitch. Yeah,
1: that's what I heard, too.
0: <laughs> All right. So <laughs> so as we continue on, um, so we just heard a little bit of a mention where it's 545 in the morning and Sam hasn't slept.
1: <sighs> Should Not we be sleeping. concerned?
0: mayhap mayhap i wonder what would cause him not to sleep
1: nightmares nightmares
0: dreams okay sam and dean have a
1: quest a mission if you will
0: a mission they have been called to action by an aviation dude that listened to the black box recording from a from a flight that has crashed
1: yeah the one that had the door ripped open
0: the one that had the door ripped open, and... 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 And...
1: and, and littering and...
0: Littering and, and... Demons in there. There's a bunch of scary uh, sound. They don't know it's demons yet. No. It's a bunch of scary sounds. They still don't know what's going on. They want to see the wreckage, but the guy's like, I don't have clearance for that. And so... Old Dean has just come out of a Kinko's with badges from Homeland Security. It's so interesting, because this is 2005... And Homeland Security only started in 2003 Or 2002, 2002. rather And so this is a pretty new Thing, Homeland Security Yeah It's pretty wild that this show has been on so long That Homeland Security was new (laughs) When this show came out And this was like an unusual pull Like, what? Yeah It's pretty wild (laughs) They once again they have foiled the Homeland Security slash National Guard slash random federal agency. Once again? Well, I think that well, I guess they got foiled pretty in both in like every single episode. They keep getting caught, which I kinda like this because it reminds me that they're not these like masterminds. Like they're con men. And they know just enough to con their way into a situation. And they're pretty good at getting themselves out of a situation. Sometimes.
1: Well, they went on for many, many seasons. So I guess they never did get caught and go to prison. Woo! Well, well, not prison.
0: Ten years later. So, um, so it's a very good show, and it has lots of twists and turns. Mm-hmm. And you're you're going to be very excited, right, to see the twists and turns? Yeah. Right. Right. So I'm super excited for the twists and turns myself. What we have just seen is uh, Sam and Dean, they went and talked to the person that was in the loony bin who saw a demon open the door. Or saw someone opening the door. It was and
1: a person with black eyes.
0: And almost stuff. got 10 tons of pressure and it shouldn't have worked. So then they went to the guy that he had seen because the dude was sitting in front of him so they figured out who it was. Yeah. They went to his, dad, his, uh, his wife's house and sent, you got to see Sad Sam. Like, sad Sam, like, oh, I just have some questions to ask you. Being very nice and nice to them and everyone, oh, Sam's so good with people. It's very silly. But we already established that Dean's really bad with adults, he's good with kids.
1: Oh. Well, and I did find out that it is physically impossible to open the emergency exit in a plane mid-flight. Yeah. So even though that lady got taped to her seat.
0: I imagine if she's biting people and trying to open that you wouldn't want to find out if she could yeah. like you wouldn't want to find out that she had that demon blood
1: yeah i get it
0: yeah so <laughs> so they've decided to go see the wreckage they bought some fancy suits from Mortz.
1: and they played black sabbath paranoid while well, they got their suits so I don't know that doesn't seem funny at all
0: <laughs> maybe it is though but they did have a nice um uh blues brothers joke dean was complaining about how he looks in a suit even though he looks freaking amazing in a suit
1: all right calm down
0: okay you calm down husband showing your knees right. to the world Ooh, so husband anyway so uh they are they just checked it out they found some what will it turn out to be sulfur on the handle of the emergency exit door you know why sulfur
1: oh spoiler
0: demons sorry for spoiling things honey
1: no, you're
0: not. No, I'm not. I love you. Let's keep going. John. What? There is another bad plane accident.
1: Yeah, another guy with black eyes.
0: But was it an accident? No. So the very upset pilot from the first crash, who somehow survived, was jump getting back into the swing of things and was back on the airplane.
1: Yeah, a little tiny... Jet.
0: a little tiny jet his eyes turned black and he just like drove it into the ground
1: mm-hmm. as one does
0: as one does you got you got like pretzel fingers I know. I trying to hold your fans and you got pretzel chip fingers you want to give a shout out to the to the awesome. snacks was it the Jackoff factory no Schnack factory yep. snack factory
1: yep
0: <laughs> yeah. i don't know but anyway, so we just had a, another big accident. And it was demons, but we don't know demons yet. Bye. I'm just giving away everything today.
1: Chewing it with my fingers.
0: I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to chew with you when you
1: record. Yeah, I'm not chewing it with my fingers. Okay,
0: I'm just, you heard it here fo- first, folks. He says he's not chewing it with his fingers. Yeah,
1: I can hold it.
0: So we've had research. Lots and lots of research. Did you know that every culture, every religion, every society in the world has had demons and possession?
1: No. I didn't A- know that.
0: I'm really curious about this because every religion I've ever heard of has had some kind of demons or some kind of possession thing. So if you know of any religion that, has, that does not have any kind of demonic possession or the concept of some kind of being that could come into you and make you be possessed, please contact us at
1: up to and including death at gmail.com
0: or at our socials that
1: up to and id with that's the number two
0: yes two and the number two or
1: up to and including death.com
0: that's just our website it's got all that information mm-hmm. but if you know of a religion a real religion
1: apostafarianism it's
0: not real
1: mm. it's a joke religion I know. I know that doesn't count oh sorry
0: they don't actually believe in it.
1: Satanism does not believe in possession either.
0: They also don't believe in Satan. No, they don't. Yeah, so they don't really count.
1: But it's considered a religious religion. Okay, but let's
0: let's talk about real religion and not like made up religions. Well, if you know, yeah. if you have not a made up religion.
1: But there are going to be people that argue that say all religions are made up. Well,
0: that's true, but I'm talking about like a cool old religion that has like actual like history that wasn't oh. made in the 20th century. Okay. Okay. Or 19th century. Let's look. If you have a religion that's more than a thousand years old, let's say this. Okay. That's when you count ancient cultures. Because the thing is, like, like, Pastafarianism, Satanism, and to that extent, the more recent American religions, they come from a particular culture and haven't really left that culture that much. So, like, a religion that's associated with a specific culture I'm interested in. That's like, is this? It, can we have a religion that doesn't have that concept?
1: Does North mythology have uh, possessions?
0: It's a good question. We actually don't have a lot. I mean, even though the we have the Vedas and stuff like that, we don't have a lot about Norse mythology. Norse mythology that comes from a reasonable source. We same thing with the Irish uh, Irish myths as well, and their uh, their religious their original older religions. We don't have a lot of really good sources on that. We just have, you know, things that were transcribed to priests at some point. Mm. So yeah, there's a lot of things that are missing, and who knows? Maybe there's demon demons in Norse mythology. I don't know. Probably Loki. He probably like possesses people. I can, I could, I could bet that. Okay. He tricks them with his mind.
1: That's different than entering their body.
0: It is true. It's very different. So we've done some research. We've learned about demons. We found out that it's probably a demon that's been killing people and that there's been 40 years of plane crashes that always happens in, like, the cyclical thing where at 40 minutes into the flight, the crash happens because that's a biblical numerology thing that Dean knew, which I like the way they throw that out there. Dean doesn't necessarily do the research, but he does know things.
1: Well, he's been hunting with his father for many years.
0: Yes, and he knows stuff. And so 40 is a significant number. So the idea is that uh, that for some reason in this plane, certain people survived. And so now the demon has to kill everybody that is left.
1: A la Final Destination.
0: Exactly. I looked it up. Final Destination not only had one movie out. It had two movies out by the time this was done. But I don't think this was like we're stealing from Final Destination
1: borrowing from Final Destination
0: I think it's like clearly this is it's Final Destination happening I'm surprised we haven't heard a more direct reference to
1: it greatness borrows genius steals
0: I don't even know if you're trying to offend me
1: why is that offended
0: I don't know oh because yeah they're great and they're they're genius
1: so then they stole it
0: well I don't know I mean they have direct references to a lot of scary movies and stuff like that in the show yeah Yeah. All right, let's keep going. What's more unbelievable? That Dean is afraid of flying or they were able to get on a flight that was currently boarding or that was boarding in less than 30 minutes from then.
1: That they got on the plane that quickly. Right? Yeah, that's a little nuts. This is post 9-11. Yeah. Like, you need two hours before your plane takes out.
0: You don't, you don't need two hours, but you do need... I mean, even if they're at an airport like our airport, which has one terminal and it's right outside the door, you still legally have to be there 30 minutes before, before boarding. You can't just buy a ticket.
1: Yeah, and the two guys coming onto a plane buying a ticket immediately with no luggage is going to uh, sound some alarms.
0: Yeah, a one-way ticket, and there's no way... That their ID matches whatever fake credit card they'd be using for these tickets. So, it's all very suspicious. I'd be more likely to believe in demons than being able to get on this flight.
1: Yeah, you gotta suspend
0: disbelief. (laughs) Alright, so we're on the flight. We're getting close. We're getting close, mister. So, we are at the end of the episode. But you don't have to pause it. We can listen and watch. Sam is upset with dad because it turns out that dad has left voice he changed his voicemail and told them that tell people that they should just uh contact dean and if they need help yep and sam's very upset and then dean's like clearly upset but like holding it in and being a man but also had to grow up too early poor little buddy are we gonna
1: talk about what happened at the end of the episode Though
0: i guess so so would you like to go
1: well, they uh, they got onto that flight.
0: Yes, that
1: they probably shouldn't have been able to get onto. Yes, and they noticed that the co-pilot had demony eyes.
0: Demon eyes, because they used the word Cristo.
1: Yeah, which is weird.
0: Because it's not Latin for God; it is Latin for the Anointed One. Um, but that's the name of Christ, basically. I mean, Deus is pretty good, even though why Latin is magic. Whereas other ancient languages are not. Maybe more demons know Latin.
1: I think so. I think that's uh, the weird thing about it. Yeah. Because they would probably know more, like, Aramaic, right?
0: You know what's kind of nice right now is that the way the way we're both sitting on this bed is it's almost like you're whispering into my ear, and I really like it.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah, it's nice. I'm, I've got these giant pillows that I, I purchased without your permission. Yep. Because I do things... Uh, I'm my own woman.
1: But if, like, Jesus was the one who fought the demons, right? Yeah. So wouldn't they be more afraid of Aramaic? Or Greek? Yeah, because Jesus would speak Aramaic, like, in his everyday, right?
0: Yeah, Aramaic and Greek um, and probably New Hebrew.
1: So why Latin?
0: So I Is it because
1: the Catholic Church did all the Latin bullshit?
0: Yes and no. So I have a suspicion have a theory, a working theory about why Latin works. One is that I imagine that the belief of the individual or, like, the actual tradition itself, like, there might be something about this ritual that's basically magic that's calling on a certain type of magic. And so, like, you can have a Gaelic spell or you can have a Russian spell or a Japanese spell. Like, you can have, like, all these different sorts of spells in this, in the supernatural universe And I suspect that the spells that work on demons that have been worked out in the past by humans and other beings, they just did in Latin because Latin really was the lingua franca for a very long time. Like, it was only relatively recently then we stopped actually writing in Latin all the time. So it was about, like, 1,400 years, about, of just straight up everything that's written officially is in Latin.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, So I imagine that, like a lot of the power of the church if the power of the church is related to something magic then that would work
1: and i suppose a good portion of modern languages all stem from latin right yeah everything that's european basically
0: but there's also i i believe other types of rituals they use occasionally or you see that are not latin but they come from some other kind of that's why i was i was not really trying to drag on more modern religions earlier i just meant that like the 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 intensity and the depth of the cultural tradition like i imagine if you had a greek orthodox anti-demon possession ritual it would work just as effectively in this universe as the latin but maybe not for sam and dean because they don't come from the latin tradition of or they i'm sorry they don't come from the greek tradition of you know of religion, they come from the more of a Latinist tradition. Do they?
1: Do they ever mention their religion? Are they Catholic? No, uh,
0: they don't really have a religion. Um, they don't really go to church. We get to meet must, people in churches and stuff, but
1: I mean, they must believe in God because if you believe that demons exist, you would have to believe in the existence.
0: That of God. it does come up pretty soon. <laughs> that comes up. That is very relevant to uh, other episodes of this season. Whether or not God exists. Uh, whether or not anything good exists. It's like, so Dean definitely believes in demons and bad things, but not necessarily in this counter. But they do know that these spells work, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like doing a little bit because of magic.
1: If, I mean, just the fact that they're saying Cristo yeah. as in Latin for God and yeah. demons get pissed by it.
0: Yeah, there's um, there's a lot. The thing that I was kind of hinting at otherwise, there is one of the exorcisms that they do that's a little bit longer and they name multiple angels that they're calling on the angels to help, like you know, exorcise the demon, and that works so. even when the angels are no longer, you know, they are not on their side. It's like a whole thing. You've so like seen
1: Metatron, certain,
0: or they call on Castiel. Oh, but this is long before Castiel is a character, which I thought was really cool. Hmm. But we'll have to get to that when we get to that. I'm I'm excited. Are you
1: excited? Yeah. yeah, this is the type of... I guess, I mean, this really isn't horror, but I guess it kind of is. Mm-hmm. But that's the, where I... In my wheelhouse. The demons and demons the, the and, rituals. Yeah, and, and angels. And,
0: yeah, there's a really wonderful episode that takes place on the set of a movie that in which they are kind of creating a terrible horror movie and it's really great
1: I think that's why I love the movie Dogma so much yeah because it's my two favorite types of movies mm-hmm. horror and comedy all in one.
0: Oh yeah well for me it's it's and not Tucker the horror Dale. that I love about Dogma well it's not it's, horror it's, it's the religious based I love that it's religious based but I love a good uh, I love a good paranormal religion movie like the prophecy yeah I would say The Prophecy was... Is that a horror movie, technically? Yeah, like yes, definitely. But I would say, like, Dogma takes, like... It's less horror than The Prophecy, but it takes the same feeling of The Prophecy and moves it towards comedy.
1: Yeah, because the only part of Dogma that could be scary... Well, there is the shit demon. <laughs> and Ben Affleck dropping people from the sky. That's pretty funny. Yeah, Matt Damon is amazing in that movie.
0: He's so good. Oh, he's so his, good. His
1: monologue in the movie's boardroom... Oh, when he cuts out the little onion voodoo doll it's fantastic
0: it's like that's not real
1: (laughs) yeah i don't believe in voodoo
0: (laughs) (laughs) he believes in guns though yes he does yes so we have watched a really wonderful episode what did you think
1: it's pretty good Uh, this is right in my wheelhouse like i said possessions and ghosts and stuff
0: yeah and so this one possessions and demons and they've got some like good research you know they got to figure out what it is that's causing the thing. I really like this, like thinking about it this way this time around. Of like, we have a mystery. We have to figure out what the important aspects of the mystery are, right? Like, what is the significant? We think about the woman in white. Well, she's picking up men that have boyfriend that have uh, girlfriends or wives or whatever. Oh, they're unfaithful. That's what they have in common, right? Um, what is it like about the? Windigo. that's in that's significant once we find out what the thing is not only can we kill it but then we know how to help people that it's taken right and with the poor dead child ghost he's the child ghost they didn't actually they didn't save anybody really they the guy they basically helped the sheriff figure out that he's gotta just kill himself right gave them the opportunity to survive and in this one they have to figure out not only that it's a demon, what kind of demon it is, in the sense that okay, what's this demon's purpose? Because they're not just chaotic. They're definitely evil. And some demons might be more chaotic evil than others. But a lot of demons are very focused evil. Like, they have, like, a goal that they have to continue to do. Right? This demon it's the phantom traveler. He's got to go, or he or she, or it has got to go possess people, destroy people in planes, and then it has to finish that it has to finish the job
1: yeah
0: and so we're gonna see that demons have personalities and quirks Does it,
1: do they bring up demons in this that are traditional like thought to actually exist demons like beelzebub or or uh,
0: abaddon you know,
1: yeah this, yes. Or Baal or
0: we don't see Baal. um we do see abaddon much later like the knights of hell um and they do play around with the uh old testament creation of demons kind of thing
1: okay yeah because i mean demons aren't mentioned by name in the bible or anything
0: see this is Except hard because like Baal. i don't know how much i want to tell you because there's some really fucking cool stuff in like season 10
1: okay well I'm just about wondering, this but it's like they, that's
0: been a while do
1: they reference traditional demons
0: yeah or are these
1: made up demons just for the show
0: well no they do reference a lot of traditional things okay. and a lot of historical things not historical but you know what I mean um, and they especially once Bobby comes along and they have him to kind of do a lot of the research with them um, but the actual demons and the hierarchy of demons like you're gonna notice especially starting season 4 you're gonna actually get to see and notice the like relationship between the Hebrew Bible and between the Old Testament you know and talmud and things like that and with this text like these like the most ancient of texts is gonna be related to what goes into these okay. episodes
1: Because that should be cool that's something i read about a lot is um hey yeah, look
0: sarah gamble and rail tucker who wrote the story for the last one or were story editors for this oh. one because they're in the writing room together
1: because uh i read a lot about i was always interested in the demonology and angels and Mm -hmm. the hierarchy of angels and i always Mm -hmm. found that very interesting about the you know when they got the seraphim and all these different choirs of angels
0: oh yeah we're definitely going to get that stuff with the angels later i'm good yeah um there's one line um from a big jerk angel and he's like oh you know you can't see me in my real form i have seven heads and one of them is a lion <laughs> That's like that kind of traditional stuff. So, we have a lot to look forward to. The next episode, I could barely see anything here, but we're going on to Disc Two, which I find incredibly exciting, <gasps> and we're going on to Bloody Mary. Excellent.
1: Is this, is this like what you say it in the mirror three times?
0: Yeah, this is a story by Eric Kripke, so he's the creator of the show. Um, he
1: stole the idea of Bloody Mary. Okay. <laughs>
0: Oh, you weren't being serious. He was not being serious, everybody. All right. Well, I think all that's left is our wonderful catchphrase.
1: It's a catchphrase now?
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Well, okay. Um, okay. Wife or <laughs> <laughs> husband picks the music.
0: And wife does the research. And shuts her pie hole.
1: And shuts her cake hole.
0: <laughs> oh, her cake hole. Okay, goodbye. Hi there. Trish here. John and I are so glad you've decided to listen to this episode to contact us. Please email up to and including death at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials up to and ID at just about everywhere Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and that's up to and ID and that too is the number two. If you have a moment, it'd be great if you can review us on iTunes as long as it's five stars. <laughs> Thank you to Stefan Kartenberg for the use of his song Fire and Ice in the intro and outro in the middle of our program. Uh, Fire and Ice is a rock mix by Stefan Cartenberg, Stephen copyright 2017, licensed under a Creative Commons. Attribution share alike 3.0 license. Thank you. Goodbye.